Welcome to our podcast. I'm Pastor Mark Voss. Today the Lord reminds us of his promise that he will come again in glory on the last day, on Judgment Day. While we know that he's coming, we don't know when. And that shapes the way that we live our lives here and now in the in-between time. Today our Lord calls on us to live our Christian lives every day in a spirit of watchfulness. Today's sermon is based on 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Our message is entitled, Don't Be Surprised. May God bless you as you hear and take to heart the truths of his holy word. Our second reading is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. These words will also serve as our sermon text this morning. Paul writes, Concerning the times and dates, brothers, There is no need to write to you, for you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When people are saying peace and security, destruction will suddenly come on them, like labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will certainly not escape. But you, brothers, are not in the dark so that this day takes you by surprise like a thief, For you are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or the darkness, so then let us not sleep like everyone else, but rather let us remain alert and sober. To be sure, those who sleep sleep at night, and those who get drunk get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. You see, God did not appoint us for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as you are also doing. The word of the Lord. In the name of him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood to make us ready for his glorious reappearing, the Lord Jesus Christ, dear friends. You know, in the great timeline of human history, when everything is said and done, there will be only two events that really matter. The first is that time when our Savior Jesus left his home in heaven and came down here to earth to live, to suffer, to die, to rise again, to take away our sins, to redeem us, to be our Savior. The second will be when he comes again on the last day to usher in his heavenly kingdom, to usher in our heavenly eternity. When all is said and done, those are the two events that will truly have eternal consequence and meaning. But we're living in the time in between those two points. And it's a time of tension. We know what we're going to have someday, forever, perfect peace, perfect joy, heavenly perfection and glory. But we aren't there yet. And so in this in-between time, in case you haven't noticed, things aren't always exactly peaceful or joyful. 
And they certainly aren't perfect. We won't have that until Jesus comes again. But we're living in that in-between time, and our Lord instructs us how to live our lives in him in that in-between time. Today he's reminding us that it is to be for us a time of watchfulness. Think about a, a mother who decides to bake a pan of brownies for her family. She mixes all the ingredients together, preheats the oven, puts the pan of brownies into the oven, and then decides to do a few things while the brownies bake. She goes and puts a load into the, of laundry into the dryer. She checks her email. She sits down to catch up on her favorite show on Netflix. But it's been a long day. She's been working hard, and halfway through that show, she gets drowsy and falls asleep. Eventually, she's awakened by the shrill beeping of their smoke detector telling her that her brownies are now a charred mess. You know, as we wait for Christ to come again, as day after day comes and goes, it can become easy for us to get distracted and to lose our watchfulness, to become spiritually drowsy. God forbid that our Lord should return on the last day and find any of us completely unprepared. What about you? Is there a little part of you that ends up getting just a little less vigilant with each passing year? Does the fact that it's taking our Savior so long to return from our human perspective that you sometimes start thinking that you don't need to think about Judgment Day all that much because, well, it probably won't happen during my lifetime anyway? Brothers and sisters, Christ is coming again, and Judgment Day will happen. Bank on it. The signs have been fulfilled. It could come at any time, and yet, on the other hand, maybe it won't happen anytime soon. But it will happen. The Bible is clear. Jesus Christ will come again, and sadly, tragically, when he does, he will find an awful lot of people caught completely by surprise, and completely unprepared. And that's one of the reasons why the Lord had the Apostle Paul write down these words of our text this morning, because he's lovingly warning us, friends, that when it comes to his glorious return on Judgment Day, don't be surprised. Be ready, be different, be confident, but don't be surprised. First of all, be ready. Be ready, because as it says here in our text, you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord, that's judgment day, of course, will come like a thief in the night. It would certainly be courteous of thieves to call ahead and let us know what time they plan to break into our house or to break into our car, because then we would be ready for them. But thieves don't do that. They come when you least expect it, and that's why we have things like deadbolts and burglar alarms and pay insurance premiums and have security cameras. God has set a day of judgment. He's told us that in the Bible, but what he hasn't told us is when that day is coming. You heard Jesus in our gospel reading earlier. He said, therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or hour. And so we need to be ready at any and every time. But some, many, maybe even most, won't be ready. 
The Lord acknowledges that in our text. In verse 3, he says, when people are saying peace and security, destruction will suddenly come on them like labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will certainly not escape. Can you hear the people of our world today saying peace and security? Maybe they don't use those words, but it sounds something like this. You know, everything is fine. I got a great job. I've got a wonderful family. We live in a really nice house. I drive a really nice vehicle. I make good money. I've got my health, my friends, my family. Everything's good. Except when it comes to the relationship with Jesus. That, they figure, isn't all that important. They can live without that, if not for good, at least for now. But the Lord is warning us here that they're setting themselves up for destruction. That judgment day will come upon them like a thief, like labor pains, suddenly and unstoppably. And they won't be ready. And those without faith in Jesus will forever regret it from hell's eternal zip code, separated from God and from anything good. Be ready. Find your peace and security in Jesus. In the gospel here, in God's unbreakable word here, is where you will find a peace that the Bible says surpasses all understanding. It's the peace that comes from knowing that that we're right with God because of what Jesus did. It's the, the peace that comes from knowing that our sins are all forgiven thanks to what he did for us at the cross. You want security in life? Here in the Bible you'll find it Security from hell's fury. Immunity from hell's eternal punishment. Here in the gospel, God is telling you that Jesus Christ paid the punishment in full for you already. That God so loved you that he gave his one and only son so that believing in him you will not perish but have eternal life in heaven forevermore. Don't don't get lazy in your spiritual life. Don't fall asleep. Stay ready. Stay watchful. Focus on what your Savior did to make you one of God's own forevermore. Don't be surprised. Be ready. And secondly, be different. Be different. Yeah, sure, there are those who like to be different and edgy. But more often than not, it's just a phase that they're going through. We generally don't take that label different as a compliment. You probably wouldn't be flattered if someone said about you, oh, that guy? Yeah, he's different. But take a look at the middle verses of our text, verses 6 through 8. There we're being urged, so let us not sleep like everyone else. Be different from everyone else. To get the contrast, note how the text describes everyone else, the the world's unbelievers. It it says that they're sleeping, spiritually speaking, that they're oblivious, they're unaware. Verse 5 describes them as belonging to the night or to the darkness. Those who don't belong to Jesus or those who've drifted away from him, who have stopped taking his word seriously, they might seem to be doing fine in life. They might be happy, successful, well-adjusted, upstanding members of society. They may seem to have it all together, truly loving life, but, but they're in the dark about Judgment Day. They're sleeping in a state of spiritual unconsciousness. They, they don't ever really stop to think about the fact that any moment in this world could be our last. A Judgment Day could come at any time. They're not ready. You know people like that. I'm sure you do. 
They need Jesus. Maybe they need you to talk with them about Jesus. Be different from that, our Lord is telling us. Paul says, let us remain alert and sober. Rather than being totally unaware, like someone who is fast asleep or stumbling around, slurring their words in a drunken stupor, the Lord is calling us on us to live every single day heads up, living in such a way that shows that while we may not know when we're going, by God's grace, through faith in Jesus, we know where we're going. Stay watchful. Stay alert. Easier said than done, right? When you are up to your eyeballs at work, and the kids need to be shuttled here, there, and everywhere. And one day just kind of melts right into the next and you can't seem to catch your breath and for heaven's sake, catch a break. It's easy to lose your spiritual focus to start drifting away. We get consumed with everything that our lives have become and we spend all of our time focusing on the journey rather than on the destination, life in heaven. God has the cure for that. Be different. Verse 8, but since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. How would sinners like us ever have any hope of spending an eternity in heaven with Jesus? God can't tolerate sin, and yet our lives are full of sin. The answer comes here in our text. He says that our hope and our faith and our love come from him. Faith is a a confident, calm trust in the promises of God. Love is faith in action. Loving God and loving the other people of our world as we love ourselves. Paul says, take that faith and that love and put it on. It's like a breastplate. It's like a a piece of armor. It's like a superhero's force field that protects us from the dangerous attacks of, of the devil or the influence of an ungodly society or even our own sinful desires. Put on faith and love and and the hope of salvation, the hope of heaven. That's a certain hope in Christ. Paul says it's like a helmet that we put on to keep our minds from being swamped by worldly troubles or obsessed with life's daily affairs. Notice this, be different, don't be led astray, and finally, be confident. Maybe you know that down through the centuries, there have been people who have tried to predict the day of the Lord's return on Judgment Day. One of the most recent examples was a, a Christian man named Harold Camping. Harold Camping made a prediction back in 1994. He said that Judgment Day is coming in mid-September of 1994. He calculated that by taking a bunch of numbers and dates from the Bible, and when he was said and done, he said, I am 99.9% certain that my math is correct. But this world didn't end in mid-September 1994. Nor did it end on March 31st, 1995, which was the next date camping predicted when September 94 passed without incident. His third guess then became May 21st, 2011. When that didn't happen, he said he was off by a little time and, and said, no, it'll be October 21st, 2011. And when that didn't happen, he asked for people's forgiveness and publicly said, No one knows the day or the hour. 
Just like Jesus said, right? We can never be confident about the date of Christ's second coming, but we can always be confident about the outcome. God did not appoint us for wrath, Paul says, but for obtaining salvation. How could that be when we know that our lives are filled with sin? He says it's through our Lord, Jesus Christ. We can't pay our way into heaven. We can't earn our way into heaven. We can't work our way into heaven, but we don't have to. Jesus already earned it, already worked for it, and offers it to us as a loving gift of his grace by his living and his dying and his rising again. By God's grace, we simply receive this salvation as a gift from God. And the hand that receives that gift is faith in Christ, a faith given us by God's Holy Spirit. Notice verse 10. It says, Jesus died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. What, what love, in spite of our sins, in, in spite of the fact that we often choose the wrong paths in life, Jesus opened the door for us to live together with him. Heaven is ours, whether we're still alive, that's the awake when Jesus comes again, or whether we're asleep. Whether we've died in Christ and our, our soul now lives in glory and our body sleeps in the grave. But on judgment day, the dead in Christ will be raised and the living will be caught up together with them and we will be with the Lord forevermore. We are not crossing our fingers. We're not merely wishing that that would be the case because God has appointed us to obtain salvation, to receive it. He accomplished that in Christ and he brought us to faith and through the gospel, the Holy Spirit keeps us in faith. Heaven is ours. Jesus is coming. Don't be surprised. Be confident. You know, whether people will believe it or not, every single human being has an unavoidable appointment with the Lord Jesus on the last day to stand before him to be judged. He will judge us on one simple thing, whether or not our heart has faith to trust in him as Savior or not. That's called judgment day. Maybe sometimes you're a little terrified thinking about Judgment Day, but, but friends, for those who bear the name of Jesus, that day will not be an appointment with destruction and damnation. It will rather be your appointment to receive a precious and priceless gift from God, salvation. Living with God forever in perfect glory. And so in this in-between time, don't lose heart. Don't drift off to sleep spiritually. Christ is coming. Keep watching. Keep waiting. Don't be surprised. Don't be caught off guard. Be ready. Be different. Be confident in Christ. Amen.